six years old and he's six feet tall. Got a boomerang and golden ball. His grandpa's a wizard and his dad is small. He's Kulk, oh Kulk, the kinder giant, kinder giant. When he gets mad, he don't pouch, cause he's a barbarian. He'll rage out, he'll punch you to the moon, and that's no doubt. He's Kulk, oh Kulk, the kinder giant. The Welcome to the Adventures of Kulk. This is a podcast where funny adults play Dungeons and Dragons with an even funnier six-year-old. He's Kulk. Oh, Kulk. The Kinder Giant. The Kinder Giant. Kulk, how do you feel about Mr. Tickles? Mr. Yeah, correct. Hard pass on Mr. Tickles. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm like... Triple scared as you. Well, that is amazing because I'm hoping one day to get a Mr. A Mr. Tickles t-shirt or a Mr. Tickles plushie who, when you squeeze him, he makes his no. tickle sound. No, grandpa, grandpa, grandpa walks. <laughs> <laughs> if Mr. Tickles gets any merch. Yeah. Well, I think at this stage, uh, you knocked out the hill giant. We just, we just made scared off the knolls, right? And the, apparently this, the, what it looked like is this hill giant was just wrecking havoc in town, right, Kalk? Yeah. So what do you think we should do next? We've, we've started up this, this fountain, and I think at this point, between the battle and everything that happened, there's this spiral staircase that's now right where the fountain is. And, and right now, at least according to the Doomhammer, um, your mom's somewhere underneath there. So should we go try to find her? Uh, I'm at this time... Hulk is not going to make a decision. I'll just do the tiebreaker. We're going to rest or go in? Oh, that's a good point. So you guys do want to rest before you go in. You're welcome to do that or even walk, you know, uh, you could probably take like a short rest to get some hit points back, um, which would be fine uh, before uh, descending in. All right. So we'll do that. We'll do a little short rest. Uh, All right. So you guys kind of rest at the fountain before descending deep into the fountain underneath. Uh, it's a spiral staircase and you kind of feel the humidity of the water that's been drained. It goes down a while. It's a long pillar that kind of takes about five minutes for you to make it to the very, very bottom of the staircase. And amongst you is this dark, dank, just catacombs deep underneath Trundle Town. And you can hear the dripping of water, but there's this dark, emanating glow of magic farther into the catacombs ahead of you. I don't know about you guys, but this place is dank. Straight up dank. And my senses assaulted by the dankness. (laughs) I strung my loot and cast light. So your loot like lights up and you see the dark stone around you seems to be marbled as this seems to be a place that just reeks of, of magic around you. We should make a navigation check, see if you can keep track of where you're going and see if you can make it towards where this light, even though it's guiding you, it's coming from a lot of different directions and there's a lot of twisting and turning. Survival? Uh, I'd buy that. Yeah, survival would be fine too, but it would also be... Oh, Grandpa got a 20. Oh, natural 20. Well, it doesn't matter what it is then, right? Right. Um, Grandpa, for the first time this year, wakes up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he smells his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what happens, um, 
grandpa is is that the resonating like pulsing feeling of magic around you is feels like a beacon that can just take you and guide you directly into where you want to go and so as you kind of continue to move forward you start to see like i said this deep purple kind of light become brighter and brighter as the marbleized walls around you become more dry and you can actually see purple braziers of flame that just seem to be laid out along sides of it and there starts to be um, these cloth banners that are now starting to hang in between the braziers of fire as you find yourself in some like underground fortress of some sort but you haven't seen anybody yet uh, so are we on the outside of the fortress uh we're no, you're in it you're yeah. in it at this point because the banners that are being hung look like you know um they have these intricate symbols of what appears to be like three suns on uh that are uh, made into you know a single shape like one two three like almost like a clover um with a circle that's that's spent around it and then dashes that go through each each one of the circles and you can see uh, like the long hallway that you're in there is a, a door to your left at the very end the door to your right which are closed but there's also a giant set of double doors that are laid out in front of you grandpa kind of hones in and goes right for those double doors okay yeah um even as you're walking towards the double doors duck master kind of like quacks (laughs) appears underneath the gap on the floor a little bit and kind of looks up to you and and gives you like the yeah we should go this way kind of an attitude like duck master does like a duck version of of a thumbs up the thing about the double doors you get closer to it though is you can see this is a very uh like it's almost like a locking steel plate is centered in the center of it and there are these intricate circles that are all around the door that you know are they're about head higher if not a little taller um than where you are and it seems to have some like locking mechanism set in place with this big bar that's laid out in front but upon looking at it you can see that there's something going on with this door here that looks like it's you can you can move it around i'm gonna spin with all my might i think he thinks there's a mechanism on the door that you spin oh i see so you're gonna take the little circles and you're just gonna spin the circles yeah okay cool all right so you spin it and you kind of watch it twirl around and as you kind of look into it you can see that there is one of the circles definitely has like a dotted line along the side of it and it seems to just be spinning to a point where it almost makes a nice little halo and as you spin it you can kind of see there's two others that are right next to it um so you spin it and you watch as it lands and it turns green for the moment but then you you see that the other two spinning circles uh are glowing red those are red this was green this is green is for good we got to get them all green i think so yeah you've played enough video games to know this Cole. that you just need to pick the right door no it's uh it's one door with like three kind of locks on it yeah three little locking mechanisms and you spun one Cole, and you made it green but the other two which you haven't touched yet are still red at the moment so i'm gonna spin one Okay. One of the other ones. You want to spin one of the other ones? Okay. So as you spin it, you kind of see as it lands and you realize that as it's coming around, the dotted lines, if it doesn't land on it immediately, but if you just turned it enough to meet up with the other dotted line, it kind of looks like the symbol that was on one of those banners somewhere down the road uh, or somewhere earlier when you were walking along the hallways. I turn it to make it look like that symbol. 
Okay, so you turn all three of them to make it look like the symbol? Yeah. Perfect. All right, so... What, what are you doing? I said make them green. Grandpa knows. Wait, wait, wait. Let him figure it out. He's good at puzzles. I'm the smart one. So uh, each one of the dotted lines kind of line up to make this this perfect triangle inside of these three circles that, that um, were at least depicted as suns on this banner. And you kind of hear the... As the metal bar just starts sliding through from left to right as it comes out and uh, unlocks this huge set of double doors that are right in front of you. Green, green probably would have worked too. <laughs> and as you kind of walk, or as you kind of see the door slide open, you see that there are eight giant fiery bonfires laid out with no wood beneath it. They're just, they're just purple flames lifting up. So just and like flames that are purple? They're just flames that are purple, right? They're just like purple bonfire flames. You're in this huge room with uh, lots of different um, like marble texture on the bottom and there's a couple steps that lead up to a, a, what appears to be like a second floor like a landing almost and in front of you is a giant throne that's laid in front of you and you can see there's somebody sitting on the throne who is even bigger than you Kulk but not quite as big as those hill giants outside that you were fighting bigger than me? bigger than you and sitting on the throne and it's really hard to see who they are right now because they're covered in shadow and you just see purple kind of dancing around but they aren't moving right now and they seem to have ropes kind of binding their feet in their hands right onto the throne they're stuck in the throne yeah they're being they're tied up to the throne right now i'm just gonna run it's gonna run right in i know who it is you know who it is okay yeah it's it's probably it's it's probably someone you know, right? Okay, so you run forward with all of your might to get as close to it as possible. As you get closer and your eyes start adjusting to the dark a little bit, you can see your mom is laid up there, Stina. So what do you say when you see her? Mommy? Mommy. The body doesn't really seem to be responding. She seems to be asleep, but she clearly has like a gag across her mouth. And then she's also got a blindfold that's laid up across her eyes as well, too. But even though you can't see her, her, she can't speak and she can't see, hearing your voice, you kind of watch as her body like jolts straight up and starts pulling up against her bindings as hard as she possibly can. So as you all kind of come up to get closer to Cena to unlock her, you kind of watch as several arrows just right in front, like laid up right across your feet I knew as they stop. As you, as you kind of look down and look towards to where the arrow was fired out. And from there, you can see there's a, a person with three arrows laid out on the bow at the same time, half drawn, looking towards you. And person you kinda, with a crossbow? No, not a crossbow, just a regular bow, but they got three arrows on it and they're looking, they got a deep, dark, hood that's very purple in the firelight and are, you can't see their eyes so you, how could they even shoot you right but they but the their their entire face is covered in shadow over this hood and you kind of hear this clap it's like slow clap um as another image like walks out another person walks out from the darkness coming around one of the braziers and goes ha cook i knew you'd be here soon enough oh i'm so glad you could make it your little reunion i think is in order oh and you brought the hammer ah 
well done. I knew I could count on you. Kind of looks towards Kibble, looks towards Grandpa. Oh, the whole family's here. Well, well. What is this? Who are you? Let her go. Who I am is of no real consequence. What I can say is, is that you got my note. And for that, I'm grateful because you're about to be running out of time here. So... He kind of puts the hand in and goes, hand over the hammer, Kulk, and you and your mom can go free. I rage. Oh, he's raging. raging. Okay. Wait, wait, Kulk, give him the hammer. Give him the hammer. But then he's going to hit me on the head. No, Kulk, wink, wink. Give him the hammer. Okay. Hit him with the hammer. <laughs> I hit him on the head. Uh, okay, so he, you, you kind of, he's holding his hand out as you lift up in rage as you run right towards him. Choo, 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 choo. As you're just about to swing, you swing the hammer around and you kind of watch as his body just flutters as nothing happens um, swinging your hammer right through him and his entire body just kind of like disappears. <laughs> Kulk, you're far too predictable, son. You really think I would just stand right in front of you with your hammer and just let you swing at me? <sighs> oh well, if you won't hand it over, then we'll just have to take it. Now more bodies seem to be emerging from the shadows of the back. As you see, there are at least five individuals laid up in front of you while Steen is still struggling up against her bonds, is waiting to be freed. Roll initiative. 19 for Grandpa. 20 for Kipple. What'd you get, Kulk? I got a three. A three. Well, it's okay. You ha There's a lot going on right now, and somebody tricked you. That wasn't very nice. These shadow guys, all they have is one hit point. <laughs> Oh, do they now? Well, we're going to find out, huh? But when I hit him, just defeated him. He was an illusion. It was an illusion. It wasn't I him. I saw Cook beat him in one hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kipple, you're up. Uh, so what am I looking at here? I, I see three guys in hoods? or So you see five people in dark hoods. Some of them have swords and shields. Some of them seem to be holding staffs with purple gems laid up on the top of them. And then you have that, that shadowy figure with the bow and arrow and three knocked arrows currently against their bow. And they're all from the top level, kind of looking down at at you, at Kulk, at everybody across there. So I am going to uh, move within 30 feet of one of the guys with the stabs, and I'm going to pull out my loot and play Everybody Dance Now! Oh, 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 oh. And I use suggestion to, and I tell him to dance for eight hours. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, I'm just doing a save against your uh, against your spell, right? Yep, 14, yeah. Oh my, my. I definitely do not succeed. So is it, does it literally, how long does it say it, 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 it up, lasts? Up to eight hours, unless we attack it, then it would end. Uh, okay, well, he just, <laughs> he's kind of like looking at you with his glowing gem, and then he just puts it into the ground and starts shaking his booty. Starts just wiggling it everywhere he can go. <laughs> and he breaks it down to the music in his own head is what's happening. Uh, so that leads us to Grandpa next. Uh, Grandpa's done. Grandpa's over it. 
Well, we got those. We got like three guys back behind the throne. Is that the idea there? Mm-hmm. Uh, can, is the guy who is talking? Is he there? Is he just a? Is he just no. a, a voice? He's, he's right now a voice at this point. And I have a plan. You have a plan? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll let, let Grandpa figure out what he's going to do, and then we'd love to hear your plan, dude. My um, plan is super cool. <laughs> it involves hitting him on the head and freeing him. All right. You think it's funny, huh? Well, my grandson has a plan that involves hitting you in the head with a hammer. But first, we, I guess we have to take care of these nobodies first. And Grandpa kind of whips his right hand above his head in a big... He whips. Grandpa whips. Grandpa whips. Back and forth. Yeah, he whips back and forth. And then he does a big swat across the room. And he casts a tidal wave from uh, east to west across all three of those pools. Oh, is there four there? There's five. Uh, he can only get three. We'll say the three in the middle. Three in the middle. Okay, copy to that. Go for it. Uh, spell it out. <laughs> um, 10 plus 7, 17. Uh, all right, great. So you kind of watch as this tidal wave just just emerges from your staff, Grandpa, as you kind of just watch the splash down, just hit. They all failed their deck save, so you just kind of watch them all just get hit, and they get flattened down prone, taking, taking some significant damage as they just fall straight onto the cobblestone or the, the marbled ground right below them. That wasn't Dancy Man, was it? Dancy Man was. Dancy Man was one of the, oh. one of the ones that got Dang hit. it, Grandpa! You're all wet. He's not dancing anymore. I used to be better at these one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm 18 damage for all of that. Just okay. wasted my spell slot. This archer's going to spend his move action to get up and then he's going to go fire his bow into Grandpa here because that was not okay. Does a 13 hit. So Grandpa, does a 13 hit you? Everything hits Grandpa. Okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Then Grandpa, you're gonna take 16 damage. <laughs> now the other two, uh, Dancing Man, who uh, thankfully now that he's been hit with a tidal wave of water, kind of gets up and you kind of watch as he kind of like looks towards you, Colk, and kind of like gets up and watches as his hands just ignite with flames as he kind of puts it over his body to help dry his robes a little bit before he moves forward with burning hands and just casts it right in front of you. Um, hitting you uh make a dexterity save makes me think of something on dexterity saves he has danger sense you have an advantage on dex saving throws against effects you can see so that's a 19 on the first one so that's probably fine right yes that totally passes so then you're only going to take half damage so take seven damage cole because you dart away just in time right now the other one is going to cast a firebolt straight towards grandpa as well too after seeing this impressive show of magic 14 so i'm gonna roll it's almost like you got a a, a fiery snowball thrown at you so okay uh it Kulk, if you look over for a moment you'll see that grandpa took a little firebolt right in the butt and he's kind of running around in a circle trying to smack it out smack it out smack it out <laughs> smack it, it out, out. Uh, oh, 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 oh my biscuits my biscuits <laughs> are burning my biscuits are burning yeah um, your biscuits would be fine if you didn't take that guy back into battle he'd be dancing I, right now i get it kipple you're right <laughs> the other two uh that were also not prone from the from the tidal wave just kind of spend a move action to get up and they're going to close the distance Coke, you're ready it's your turn bud can i tell you a plan i'm Everyone, ready to hear the plan don't tell those guys i'm gonna switch my hammer with my boring one and say i hit that guy so hard it broke. And then I gave him the normal hammer. He's like, 
Yes, and then I reveal himself. Then I get my magic hammer and bump him on the head. So you're going to give him your boring hammer, and then, then you're going to hit him with your regular hammer. Is that what I heard? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so you kind of watch as this warrior is coming up to you, and he's got his sword and his shield in place, and you kind of hold up your two-handed maul to him to, like, hand it over to him, and he, like, kind of, like, puts the sword down and, like, goes, oh, well, thank Thanks, buddy. <laughs> roll damage, roll attack, roll attack. Get him, get him, get him. Am I still ranking? Yeah, you started raging right at the beginning of the battle. So is this, you? are you reckless? Yeah. He just went into frenzy, so that'll go in on your next turn, Colt. So these first two attacks, he got an 18 and a 20. Which you both hit on. So go ahead and roll damage for both of them. All right, so the first one is uh, 9 plus 2. 9 plus 2, okay, 11. And the next one is... 14 plus 2. Okay. So you whack him. And, and you, I mean, you almost knock him silly, is what you do, Cole, because he kind of almost does like a, a full 360-degree spin. Uh, good job. Um, back to Kipple. All right, Cole. I got one third-level spell slot left. What do you think? Mr. Tickles? Yes. Or lightning? Lightning. Are you sure I can call Mr. Tickles? Literally anything but Mr. Tickles. Lightning, lightning, lightning. I call lightning, uh, and I'm going to put the cloud right. Is that up there next to the, the boss and his buddy? Yep, that's right. Yeah, All you right. see the archer. This is the archer. And then you've got the one who casted Firebolt on you earlier. All right, great. So I'm going to do it on those two guys. Okay, go for it. Roll and it. They're, and they're all wet from Grandpa's tidal wave. So Ooh. they just, they need to do deck saves. But they're wet. Doing. They're wet and lightning on water. Oh, yeah. It's like, can we do like a plus two on that? He's got a point. Okay, so sure, I'll tell you what. I'll, but instead of a full D10, I'll just say another D6 for damage right. on this. Sounds good. So 23... Wow, 23. Okay, so the archer darts away, only taking half damage. In fact, he basically jumps up and kind of wall kicks off of the side here and then relocates himself away from the, the lightning. But 20, so he'll take half. And then do you want to describe to me again how you just it just um, uh, make this warlock turn into a, a little pile of dust as he, just, uh, as he just disappears out of this plane of existence? I say... You should have kept dancing. And then lightning just comes down and just <laughs> poofs him away. Poof. And then I'm going to roll away from the guy who's right next to me. Yeah. So let me roll on tack. I miss completely. <laughs> just basically you roll away as, as he was about to swing his sword, but it was just a wild swing and nothing. Just got a whole bunch of air right there. Um, okay, then uh, Grandpa's up. Uh, Grandpa kind of looks at the, the side of the room that Coke's on with uh, those other three guys and goes, let me take you on a mind journey. And uh, he casts Hypnotic Pattern. Basically, everybody on Coke's side of the uh, room has to take a wisdom saving throw. Including Coke. me? As many of those guys as I can without taking Coke out of the Well, fight. you can definitely take, you could do all three of them if you want to get Coke, but there's no way that you can do a cube that doesn't include Coke because this is Coke right here. And then also get this guy. I'm going to just get those two. <laughs> you just get these two? Mm -hmm. Okay, then one of them submits themselves to the hypnotic pattern, just losing themselves in the ethereal glow. But the other one, the archer, 
who has been very deft at avoiding it at this point, does not seem to be buying it. it as, as he's not buying it, Grandpa goes, oh, not feeling it, huh? We'll look over there. And then Duckmaster comes swooping at his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll an attack for Duckmaster. So. <laughs> 19. Oh, hits. Totally hits. <laughs> he like, throws his arm up as this duck, this, this quacking, and bathed in this purple light as he attempted to just get itself inside of like going for its pinchy bill all on his neck. <laughs> what did we agree Duckmaster's damage is? 1d100, right? 1d4. All right. Yeah, three. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So now we go to uh, now we go to the archer. So who's gonna now that he's engaged, he can't fire anymore. So he's gonna have to pull out a short sword. He's gonna make some attacks against Duckmaster here. But two miss immensely, but the third one does strike Duckmaster. Eight damage to Duckmaster. I think Duckmaster uh, just dissipates into a plume of smoke. Uh, Grandpa grabs both sides of his head and, and, and falls to his knees and yells, Quack! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now the other ones are going to turn. So we have this mall here that's going to try to swing at, at uh, you, Kalk. Oh, misses tremendously. So, and then the other warrior, one, two, it's going to run up to the fallen grandpa who's currently yelling quack and swings, hitting you for another nine damage, grandpa. Yeah, gra grandpa's not having a good day. Kind of like as you're putting your head to your, your hands to your head, yelling quack. He kind of comes up and pops you with the pommel on the back, pretty much taking you nearly prone. So. Yeah, I, I think Grandpa made himself prone. He was already prone. When <laughs> Play he, dead. Play when, dead. When he, when he lost Duckmaster, his knees just went weak. Now, finally, Hulk. no, not quite. I have one more character call, and then we can totally go. So, but this one, he's going to attempt to throw a fireball at you. Oh, and he misses miserably. He, take, he pulls out another fiery snowball and attempts to chuck it at you, but instead it just soars over your head, landing with a Now it's your turn. I'm going to hit him with a boomerang. Oh, you want to turn around and throw your boomerang at the warlock? Ooh. All right, you're, you're still gonna get hit by this warrior over here, but you can totally do that. You throw, go ahead and throw your boomerang. I'm not fighting. Yeah, because uh, Grandpa's Grandpa's been waiting this entire show for him to use the boomerang that he made for him. <laughs> can we not? Can we not get in his way on this one? Okay, I'll shoot this boomerang. <laughs> okay, boomerang. throw Grandpa's boomerang over at over to I the warlock. Okay, I, you do hit him with the boomerang roll damage. Five damage. Kind of turn around and throw the boomerang. You kind of watch as it just kind of like bonks him on the top of the head and then clatters down uh, five feet in front of you on its return trip. Whoa, way better than three doom hammer attacks. He gets, he gets destroyed? No, he doesn't get destroyed. Yeah. He just got a boo-boo on his head. <laughs> and does five damage? Yeah. Yeah, five damage. How, much so. did this, how many do these shadow guys have? Oh, we're, well, I mean, we're going to find out, right? Because that's the part of it. Um, and then, um, Cole, do I hit you with a 16 by any chance? Yeah, I'm pretty yep. sure. Yeah. 
All right, well then take eight damage, big man. And then it's and then it's back up to Kipple. Help right. me. Help you? My son says help me. I'm going to help him. All right, I play my song again, and I'm going to say, your boots were made for walking, walking out of here. And I suggest that he walks. He walks and walks until he finds a river and swims in the river. I'm going to make a wisdom save, huh? Yeah. I barely make it. Barely make it, but I do. Um, so you kind of uh, putting this powerful suggestion in his head that he should just walk and take a river, but you know, he also got hit by a tidal wave earlier. So <laughs> not really feeling like getting wet anymore. He still, he still feels like he's doing all right. Grandpa. Um, I, I'm gonna try this and you tell me if you're cool with it. He's kind of near where, uh, Stina is. Mm -hmm. He touches her ropes and he casts tiny servant on the ropes, which would make them untie and the rope would jump at the guy with the sword. Awesome. Okay. So you touch one of Steena's ropes and it kind of uncoils onto itself and turns into a little straw man, right? Rope man. Yeah. And then ah, yeah. Like leaps onto the, sh the shadow warrior with the sword. Yo, what is it? Just get off me. All right. So it's tangled up with it at the moment. Just trying, trying so hard not to deal with it, but it is dealing with it. And now uh, we've got, we've got our shadow archer over here. It's going to try to make a shot at Kipple over there hiding way over in the corner. Oh, one critical fail, 18 and then 11. So, okay, so two hit, but one absolutely Barely, fails. it barely so, hits him. So, oh, 14 damage to you, Kipple. Ouch! And so you kind of watch as this archer who is looking things kind of going in the way that pulls back three arrows and just, but one ricochets, ping, ping, ting, 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 kind of goes off into a corner of the room where you hear a grunt like, <gasps> somewhere deep in the shadows of the corner of the room. Oh. Uh, Kalk, I think it's your turn now. I'm gonna smash the eye with the hammer. All right, smash Come him on. with the hammer. Take a swing, go for it. Uh, three times. 26, 24, nine. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you just cleaved, cleaved him. So, so go ahead, you take your maul and you kind of whack him across the side, sending him sprawling. Kalk, as you kind of are pulling your hand back from the doom hammer, you watch as the Doomhammer starts glowing a bright, bright red in your hands as you uh, look around and kind of see one of the Shadow Warlocks who seems to be doing some kind of somatic, and by somatic I mean that he's using a lot of hand movements to cast a spell. And the maul gets so hot that you have to drop it. You have to drop it, Cole, because it's just so hot. And it falls. Ding, ding, ding on the floor. So I'm going to look over to where that sound was. What, what can I see? Oh, you're looking in the corner where you heard the grunt. Yes. So not but like 10 feet away from you, do you see some kind of like slight glimmer, like something, we'll make a perception check. It's a bad guy. It's the bad guy. <laughs> I'll know it is. I'll know. Bad guy hiding from us. Looking at our battle. <laughs> uh, 12. 12. Okay. So it's hard to tell. You can, if you feel like you're seeing a little bit of movement, like there's a little bit of dust shuffling around, but you can hear something over there. But even with your dark vision, you can't see anything. All right. So let's light it up. And I strum my lute. I look over to my wife and go, I, I kept it. I kept your present. And I, and I shoot a thunder wave right in that direction. So you kind of hear this, whoa. You see a puff of dust just 
kind of come up from the ground as something seems to have hit the floor over by one of the braziers in the back corner. So, all right, so, so I'll move toward. I'll move to it with my movement. Okay. One, two, three, right here, right where it is. All right. Do I see what it is now? No, you still see. Okay. There's a shimmering. There's there seems to be some kind of outline, but you still don't see whatever it is. You just kind of saw where the dust was at this point. Okay. Oh, and then also, uh, as I'm moving over there, I strum my guitar a little bit, and I say, He's Coke, the Kinder Giant, and I inspire Coke. Okay, inspiration dice. All right. So you get an eight-sided dice to add to any roll you want. You kind of watch Coke um, as the Shadow Archer, like do a front flip as he jumps off of the top level and lands and grabs the mall now no longer hot, no longer burning, grabs the mall and runs along the side and basically disengages away from you and starts running for the door. The warlock blinks out just in front of you, like after casting a spell, you just kind of watch as he's there. And is my hammer gone? Your hammer is with the with this archer who's running for the for the door, uh, which takes us to your turn. I'm gonna your hit o- him. I'm gonna hit him with my javelin. Oh, you're gonna throw a javelin? That's so gnarly. Go ahead. I rolled a sixteen to hit. You totally hit him with your javelin. Go ahead and throw damage. Nine. That's it. You take him down, Colk. You throw your javelin across the room. He's just about to clear through the door when you watch as this as the blade of the, the javelin just goes right through his robe and flings him forward, pinning him down onto the ground as his head smacks against the ground and is out cold. As you finish this throw, Kulk, you kind of feel as these giant muscle, muscular arms pick you up and you can feel your bones squeeze a little bit as you hear sobbing. So your mommy picks you up and gives you a big hug. Big hug and a big wet kiss as she just, just holds you on for all her worth at the moment. Coke, Coke, you made it. Why did you come here? She pulls him and looks and goes, why did you come down here? You know it's dangerous. Been bringing your dad and your grandfather as well, too. I like that he's held responsible. (laughs) Your mom said, why are you here? Save you. (laughs) Well, isn't that obvious? Well, you did such a good job. Look at that javelin throw. That was amazing. I helped too. Hey, babe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she kind of like gives you that that like tilting head look like this is your fault isn't it like the pretty wife in a sitcom <laughs> yes. with the, with the even with the hand on the shoulder kind of looking to you but well i'm gonna pick up this thing that i'm on or i was kind of scrounge around for it so you're kind of scrounging around a little bit but you hear as you're kind of looking around for it you feel something just slip right by you as you kind of hear as something just runs right past you as far as it can go and you hear a voice kind of call behind you and goes this isn't over Kulk that hammer will be mine and the time will come in which all of you will see a reckoning so you kind of grab Kulk you kind of pick up the hammer and you pick up and you can hear that voice kind of clasping into the back of your head again as you hear it say I can tell you're going to be the best of friends and we'll end our little story there for the moment. Yay! So. <laughs> well, guys, like, can we go to the store? You can tell he's getting good at D and D, right? Yeah, you can tell it's a great. And guess what? Guess what, Colk? You get you get 
200 gold pieces to share with you and your family and about another another 300 gold pieces in gems and rubies that are laid out in this area as well too that you can use to go spend with your dad but Unfortunately, I will not be able to to facilitate that for you because I am sad to say that this is actually my last time being able to DM for you today. I'm going to have to step down, unfortunately, just because I have a lot of adult responsibilities to deal with. But yeah, for the time being, for the the time time being. being. But I hope to come back and be able to come and play with you with my own little dude. Maybe if you'll allow me and Phoenix to come back and play with you, we can see that down the road. I'm still going to be keeping an eye on all of you, though, and helping out how I can. But uh, thanks for playing, buddy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, what do you want to say? Hulk is not done. He is not done. Hulk is not done. Nah, there's definitely a season two coming. Uh, We have a new DM. We'll announce that soon. Uh, Hulk, what would you like to say to Ivan for DMing this adventure? Thank you. Thank you, bud. You were a super pleasure, and I had so much fun. And, And, you know. Kyle and Chris, you too, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, tune in next time uh, as season Wait, two begins. Be no, no, we, we're good to go because we've got our, our remote settings here now, so Corona's not going to stop us. And nope. season two will begin. What is Duckmaster? What is his mystery? <laughs> What is Mr. Tickles? Will he be back? Yes, definitely. No, probably not. <laughs> I only, my only regret. Actually, it's not a regret. Because I'm gonna, I'm going after this, Mister Mister Tickles merch. It's happening. We're gonna see plushes <laughs> at some point. So, um, but no, you're great. You're all awesome. Go check out the adventures. Check in for the next round. There's so much mysteries to unsolve. But Culkin and his Doomhammer will be back for season two here in the near future. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Adventures of Culk. What do you say, Calvin? Yes, and big ups to our sound producer, DJ Josh Radden. And the man who wrote our theme song, Matthew Patrick Davis. Thank you so much. Thank you to Campfire Media. Please check out their podcast as well. A lot of good stuff on that channel. And please spread the word. Like, comment. Right, Calvin? Yeah. Subscribe on Apple so we can do another season. Right, Calvin? Yeah. You want to say anything else, Calvin? Kulk, oh, Kulk, Kinder Giant, the Kinder Giant. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands, or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're You're here here to to believe us. us. Wait, is that how it goes? 
campfire. <laughs>